All right, all right, all right. We're back. Popular demand. Got a lot of good topics today. Um, welcome, welcome again to uh, another episode of Inspired by True Events podcast, sports podcast. We got Kenny here and my boy Phil. How you guys feeling? Pretty good. We finally got a win. I'm the only one in the group who got a win this weekend. One and five, baby. I don't think I'm like uh, in that because we didn't get the opportunity to play, so. You're right, but you still didn't get a win because you didn't play. You can't win if you don't play the game. Right. <laughs> we did get the opportunity, but, you know, there's a bunch of us not practicing ended up us losing that game, so. Oh, so excuses? But I'm here. Yeah, that's, that's... that week, so. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Everything's going to be all right, man. Never fear. Cam is there. Right. <laughs> um, but go, uh, going to the going to the the pickums for for week five, or oh, was it was it week six? Yeah, week six. My fault. Yeah, week six. Um, man, I'm struggling. I'm getting I'm getting whooped right now. Phil, what are, what are, what are we looking at right now? What's the, what's the numbers looking like for the pickums so far? I know Kenny is eleven and five right now, off the bat. He's in first. I'm in second with seven and nine. And then you're in last one with four and twelve. Damn, my record looked like the Falcons. Shit. You got way more wins than the Falcons. All right. Way to follow up. I love that, bro. I love that. All right. So, yeah, right now we're just we're just uh, having fun with this pick'em thing. Um, it's been really funny to to see how bad my record's been. Kenny's holding it down. Um, I think we're gonna have to disqualify him for this week so I can catch up. <laughs> I think I think I should be the only one to go so I can catch up, you know? You feel me? Like hey, if he um, goes if he gets all five right, he's still under five hundred, so we're good. <laughs> and what uh what about the what about the highest the highest points? Who do we pick for that? I you picked the Chiefs and me and Kenny both picked Green Bay, which you know how that turned out. We look like geniuses, Phil. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Wait, wait, did they wait, did they score the same? No, 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 they didn't. I'm tripping. The the Chiefs scored like twenty something. I forgot the Packers got whooped. I forgot they got whooped, man. Oh my goodness! I was really disappointed because this was supposed to be helping us out, so the Saints can take their uh, the rightful place on the throne of the NFC. The fact because when we won five straight, you know, I need the Bucks to not be sitting at like seven and two. Man, um, the Titans scored forty-two. Oh yeah, okay. You know who scored forty? Ooh. The dirty birds. Congrats. Mm. Welcome to the win column. <laughs> That's right. Baby. All right. So let's Happy let's get here. let's get right into it. Um, right to the pickums. Um, we got we got five good games. I think it's another. We get another week. Um, shout out to the NFL. Shout out to the NFL again for getting the trash games off of television and giving us good quality football. They flex the the what is the Seahawks and Cardinals. We get to see Russell Wilson and a bad toddler go head to head on Sunday night. So I'm really happy about that. Um, I always love when they do that. Um, but first we got, uh, we got another game tonight um, between trash and then more <laughs> trash. Um, I think I'm going to watch this one because it's not as bad as that Bengals game where I said I wasn't going to waste two hours of my life. I definitely stuck to that and did it. Watch that game. Um, but we got the Giants and Eagles tonight. So what do you guys think? 
um, as far as the Giants-Eagles game. How do you, how you think that's going to pan out, Phil? Well, it, like you said, probably going to be an unwatchable game for a lot of people unless either you're you are in the division or you're a Cowboys fan or a Redskins fan or you're either playing fantasy football like a lot of people. So, the football team. Right. Oh, football team. You're right. So it's pretty much going to be – I'm pretty much going to be watching it just looking at my phone most of the time to see who scores or not. But I pretty much – I'm going to have to go with the Eagles on this one because the Giants are – I see them finishing like one of the worst records in the league. And then um, Travis Fogum is really – rising up there in the wide receiver ranks and I see him going off today. So, and I have, I don't see anyone on the Giants that can hold them. So I got the Eagles tonight. All right. What about you, Kenny? For this game? I'm rolling with Philly. Um, the Eagles definitely, I think they definitely take this one. I think it's not even going to be close. Um, I'm really only watching for my fantasy reasons. I had to pick up Boston Scott in both leagues, and I had to pick up the Eagles defense in both leagues because they're playing <laughs> against this garbage Giants offense. So uh, I'm hoping for a big night. But just also, side note, something I was discussing with someone on Facebook. We see how terrible this division is. Not only are one of them going to make the playoffs, they're going to get a home game. Like, that's pathetic. There's going to be a team that's like 11 and 5 and has to travel to the 6 10 and 1 Philadelphia Eagles. Like, NFL, you got to do something. Let them make the playoffs, but they should be the seventh seed. Yeah, I think someone on, I think I saw a lot of posts on Twitter saying, uh, un, um, debate me on this. No one in NFC East should make the playoffs. I mean, and I'll, I'll give you they won their division. Uh, yeah, so I'll give deserve. you one, I'll give you a spot, but not home. You do yeah. not that, deserve home, Phil. And that's what I'm saying. Cause you did win your division. Okay. I guess you do deserve to be honored for that, but you don't get a home game. I'm sorry. If you finish six, 10, and one, what did you accomplish? That means, that means, listen, that means how do you six, get a home field? How do you get a home field advantage? And you lost half, you lost more than half of your games at home, probably at that point. <sighs> you don't deserve to play at home. Like, <laughs> You deserve to travel. But um, for me, I think it's going to – I'm going to – my thing is with these quarterbacks, a lot of these fans that watch this, especially more directly to the NFC East, it seems like the fans don't trust their quarterbacks. And I like Daniel Jones. I feel like he's too, like – he's too riled. I feel like he plays riled up too much and tries to do too much sometimes. But and then on the other hand, you got Carson Wentz. But I'm gonna definitely take the Eagles um, because I think Carson Wentz is playing really good football. But let an Eagles fan tell it, he should be replaced. But um, I feel like he's the only thing keeping them above water right now. Um, and I think the Eagles are gonna win that game. Tonight, yeah. Um, going from there, um, we're gonna go on to another good game. I feel like. May not be both record-wise, um, but I think it's going to be really important to watch these two um, because they're probably going to be facing off each against each other with the from the young standpoint, young uh, quarterback faces. You got uh, the Browns and Bengals um, that are going to be playing. Who who you think is going to take that, Kenny? Um, this one's tough for me. I wanted I want to say Bengals just because I like Joe Burrow better than Baker Mayfield. But I don't think Stefanski puts the ball in Baker Mayfield's hands enough for him to make an impact on the game. So I'm going to go with the Browns. Um, I also, you said this is going to be a preview we're going to see for years down the road. I don't think Baker Mayfield lasts in Cleveland that much longer. They don't, I don't think they like him there. And I think that when Nick Chubb is healthy, they're going to rely on the run game even more. But this week, I think that they're going to win just by feeding Kareem Hunt. Okay. And always, I, I tell people this all the time, 
Um, this I feel like this is at when you get to the collegiate level, especially um, when a new guy comes in, he typically wants his own people. Right. Now we can look at. I don't know his his uh, was it Stefanski? I don't know his. Yeah. I don't know his history. Yeah, I don't know his history like that. On, Mikey's um, offensive coordinator. Yeah, I don't know his history as far as what type of quarterbacks he likes, where he's coached before, um, and what kind of football players or quarterbacks that come from where he's involved in the mastermind right. behind the, the offense and shit. So I think um, it's going to be really interesting to see if he stays around, but that's something to always look at, especially in, in the league. A lot of people get shipped off. Um, you can definitely see that with Adam Gase. He did the same thing in, in Miami, same thing in New York. He gets rid of everybody and then actually does the opposite. Doesn't get anybody. And then, and then signs Frank Gore and all this this nonsense. But um, for that game, I think uh, I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Um, I like how he plays. I think um, it's probably going to be a, a statement game for him because I feel like he thinks he's probably he probably because he's the way he talks. He's like I know I'm better than this guy. Like, so um, just from hearing him, like, in interviews and stuff, um, I think the Bengals are going to take that. I would like to see him. It may not happen, but that's what I think. Okay. I'm I'm going to agree with Kenny. I'm going to go with the Browns, too, because I just can't trust that um, Bengals O-line, especially with Miles Garrett on the other end. They're going to apply enough pressure. The Burrow could keep making a run around. I think he's going to get sacked at least three or four times. So – it's up to Cleveland's defense to step up to win this game. So I got Cleveland. All right. All right. Uh, going from there on um, the next game that I do have um, is the bears and the Rams. Um, I think this is going to be another good game. Obviously uh, both good records um, fighting for their standings in their, their respective divisions um, for this one. Me personally, I think the Rams are going to, I feel like the Rams are going to run away with this one. Um, I've, think they're just they're going to be the better team the only way that it is a game I feel like um is if Kalomak is just relentless and just rocks the game single-handedly which he can do at any given time so uh, I'm gonna take the Rams with this one what about you Kenny um I'll be different I'll give you a chance to come back so I'll pick the Bears (laughs) Um, the, the Rams, like they have a good record, but I just learned today. Do you know who their only four wins are against? The NFC East. That's the only division they beat. Anytime they play someone outside the NFC East, they lose. I, I thought that was crazy. I didn't realize that. They played the Bills and they played the Niners. So, I mean, they played two good teams. I'm not going to say they didn't. But I'm going to go with the Bears. I think that the Bears are better than I've been giving them credit for. So, I'll give them some love today and say they're going to win. All right, all right. What about you, Phil? I'm going to go with the Rams because basically both defenses are good. It's just going to be who's going to be the better offense that week. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to go with the uh, Rams. Cooper Cup, all those other guys, I got the Rams. All right, all right. Um, and then the last two are going to be really good games. Um, I think they're highlighted for this week. Um, we're going to start off with um, – we start off with the Steelers and Titans. Um, both undefeated, both rolling right now. Um, so, Kenny, who who do you think is going to take this? Steelers or Titans? 
Mama, I love you. P.I.T. Holding it down. We're going with Pittsburgh. You're going with Pittsburgh? I'm going with Pittsburgh. They have the what, second or third best run defense in the NFL. The Titans probably have a top two or three rushing attack in the NFL. I can't wait to see this happen. I think Chase Claypool's emergence in the offense is great. James Washington is doing what they've probably brought him in to do. Deontay Johnson comes back this week. I mean, so Juju's been getting locked up, but now you're going to have four options on offense. Someone's going to have to break loose. I, I'm very Adore. excited to watch this game. Highlight, highlight. Adoree's back mm-hmm. on defense. Mm-hmm. Secondly, Devin Bush. He's gone, right? Crash no, dummy, you're right. Devin Bush is gone. Cast dummy, dummy is gone. So, Joe Hayden not, not tackling him. Oh, you're 100% right. If, I just think Pittsburgh offense will keep up with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, but the thing is, I feel like um, going with this, I feel like the Titans win this game because if no, no matter what that happens, they stay with the run. Which, mm-hmm which is a, a crazy to me because you typically want the run game to end the game. So when even when they're down, they're still going to get Derrick Henry the football. So I feel like that's going to play in their advantage. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of – a lot of – not I want to say a lot, some big runs from Derrick Henry. Um, and I don't see anybody in the secondary for the Steelers wanting even any parts because, like, everybody's scared after that, after that, uh, that Norman. They don't want to – end up on the memes in outer space and all that other other nonsense. So I'm going to definitely take the Titans. I think it's going to be a really good game. It may come down to a field goal. That's how I feel. I think it's going to be a really close game. So I'm going to take the Titans on that one. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Pittsburgh because if anyone, if anyone's defense is built to try to at least contain Derrick Henry to Steelers, also – I feel like they're going to be too focused on Chase Claypool, and then you're going to see Deontay Johnson slip in a decent or like underrated game here. So I'm going to go with uh, the Steelers. Damn, Tyler Taylor Lewan tore his knee too. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. And there's equal injuries on both sides. That's I know. Why I really think that's going to make a difference. Yeah, Derrick yeah. Henry ain't going to be stopped. You can have it don't matter who blocking. His grandmother Dupree his, about to get after that man. His grandma could be blocking. He's still gonna tote the rock. <laughs> um, and then going to the last one. Um, I love these two. I love these two players. Like I haven't really watched Kyler Murray until he played the Cowboys the other night. I never sat down at a for a game. I've always seen his highlights. I've never actually watched him. That's unfair. He is unfair. He's a video game. He was he, he was doing like I can't even describe the juke move. He's doing juke moves that aren't even like you're not supposed to be doing. Like he's skipping to inside of you <laughs> and then bouncing all the way and running past you and getting the first downs every single time. It's just it's nuts. Like and for the fact for people they were saying that he wasn't going to be like what he is right now, but um for that game I think it's hard for the – I think it's really difficult um, Cardinals, Cardinals to keep up. Um, I think the Seahawks win that game um, just for the simple fact that just Russell Wilson is relentless. He's all, he always finds a way. Um, but I do think – I do think it's going to be a shootout um, with Kirk 
Um, you got Hopkins. You got all these got all these weapons. You got Larry Fitz. Old man Fitz. You got both of the backs. Edmonds is Edmonds is very good. Watch out for Edmonds. He's a very good player. Um, and then obviously Drake has something to prove because his grandma called him out. He said his grandmother called him and said that he's playing trash and then pick it up. So um, I think it's going to definitely be a good game, but I got Seattle for that one. What about you, Kenny? Uh, I'm rolling with Seattle too. Um, like you said, Kyler Murray, he's he's just built different. It's crazy to watch this guy. Like he he's tiny and he just he looks like he doesn't belong on a football field. But the stuff he does in the field makes him look like he doesn't belong because he's too good. It's just it's crazy watching him play football. But they're not gonna be able to keep up with Seattle. I don't think. Like you said, it's gonna turn into a shootout. I think Russell Wilson is gonna just go bonkers. Uh, DK Metcalf's gonna have another big game. Um, they have a good run game. Their defense is iffy, but the Cardinals' defense is – the Cardinals' defense actually might be better, but they lost Chandler Jones for the year too, so. Oh, they did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And I th- I think um for the Cardinals too is big. If um Kyler – if he doesn't turn the ball over, they got a chance. But if he turns it over, that's he's, two, he's three. Get, that's two, three. got to get D-Hop tip. involved early too. Yeah. D-Hop wasn't a factor in the game until the fourth quarter. I mean, they still won because they played the Cowboys, but that ain't going to work when you're playing against Seattle. You got to get D-Hop involved early and often. Yeah, definitely. All right, what about you, Phil? Well, on the sake of catching up to Kenny in the picks, uh, picks rankings, I'm probably going to go to the Cardinals. Because that isn't alone. Roll, roll yeah. dice there. Right. <laughs> Plus, they're gonna hit, you have to get them going early. As soon as that, they're going to double them. Then you're going to switch to Kirk. They're just going to have to use all their weapons of imaginable just to try to keep, keep um, catch up with Seattle. I'm guessing they win by maybe like a field goal or like less than 10 points. So it's going to be a very close game at the end. But I have Arizona with the upset. Okay. All right. Got to catch Kenny somehow. <laughs> you got to take your chances, man, you know. Um, going from there, you guys, obviously, we picked the, the highest score, whoever scores the most. Um it's just another fun addition to this to this Pickums week. Um, who do you think scores the most points this week? Um, as far as out of the entire league, um, I'll probably go with Arizona because they're gonna have to do everything they can to catch up with Seattle. So I'm happy to go. I'm going with them. That's out of everybody in the league. Yeah, it's possible. I'm, okay. I'm just... All right. What, what you got, Kenny? I'm going with the Green Bay Packers. They let me down last week. They didn't show up at all, but I think that's why this week they're going to score a lot of points. They're playing Houston. You know how Aaron Rodgers is after people talk about him. So I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Who that? Who that? Awful bye week. A whole bunch of nonsense is going in the camp. It's going on. Saints roll against the Lions. They always do. The last three games has probably been you're, forty plus you're, points. You're playing against the Panthers. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? Oh, it's not the Lions. We got the Lions this week. Oh, oh shit! Well, that must be the following week then, because we we play, that, so. we play that division there. Yeah, so all right, I had I had it mixed up. All right, so you playing the Panthers? Oh damn! I'm changing my pick. <laughs> I'm not. Panthers defense is is uh, is fake decent. So um, I'm gonna go with. I think the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers get turnovers, <laughs> and they they violate the Raiders with no O line. It's not. A, they have no chance. Derek the Raiders Carr, aren't going to be on the field. <laughs> Derek Carr might get hurt. 
Derek Carr better call in sick. Derek, if you're listening, call in sick. It is not worth your career. Let them throw Nathan Peterman out there or Marcus yeah, Mariota. It's okay. Take a day off. Tell them you got a call for something. There's no there's no way in hell. Well, I'm, I think you want to tell them. No, that's why you tell them you got a cough because then you can't play. Tell them you got a cough. Then he's going to get testing right for that game. <laughs> that's fine. All right, and then another thing is, um, lastly, on the, uh, for the pickums, um, out of all the games, uh, besides the ones we picked, or you can include them if you want. Um, what game are you uh, have you been circling on your schedule for this week? Um, it could be obviously your favorite team if you want. Um, for me, for me personally, it's gonna be the Saints Panthers. Um, because I didn't know they were playing this week. Um, just because they had a bye week last week, so I'm definitely that game is huge because it's a division game. Um, we take another. What we're gonna chalk it up to two and zero in the division, so I definitely think they the Saints need that. So that's why my that's gonna be my favorite. And I'm a little deprived because we didn't play last week. I hate bye weeks. Slant boy playing this week? Or he's still hurt. Oh, he got no injury. Oh, he got a he got a new he got a new injury. But we're gonna talk about that. Pick your pick your uh, pick your favorite game of the week, man. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick my boys because I mean I always love watching them, so that's a given. So um. But my next game would probably be uh, the Niners and Patriots, actually, because uh, a lot of fantasy implications for me. And I just love Kyle Shanahan and what he does. He makes Jimmy G look way better than he is. Um, and I have Jimmy G and George Kittle and Cam Newton in fantasy and James White. So shout out to them. It's going to be very interesting. Every drive, I'm going to be looking for touchdowns. Real disappointed. <laughs> Not with George Kittle, though. Oh, yeah. Kittle. Kittle the man. Kittle the man. What about you, Phil? Who you got um, as your favorite game or highlighted game this week? I'm probably going to go with um, Packers versus Texans because it's going to be Aaron Rodgers versus um, Sean Watson. That's going to be a, another shootout. So look for high power offenses going back and forth. So that's that be- boy, that boy, I'll check. But listen, I had him in fantasy. He had me heated. I checked that. I was playing flag football. So he's a bum this year. I turned my phone back. Oh, 26 points. Okay, let's go. He tell he micro bro. He's really a true, like a true microwave player. Like he makes nothing out of he makes something out of nothing. But I have to Sean Watson, so you have a special eye on the game. <laughs> um going from there, um, how you guys fantasy teams doing, man? Like, what is it looking like? Is it is it is it the crying face in a bad way? Are you like ah? I'm like I'm ah in both of my leagues, you know. Yeah, exactly. I'm, you know, in both of them, the, the not not the Jordan truck. I'm the the security guard truck. I have I have this one league. I have this one league. Um, I'm in I'm in a couple leagues with Vicente. I'm never doing that again. Cause he just takes down what I what I say, and he every time we draft, he would take the person. He just take that person. I he'd be like, "Yo, what do you think about that?" Da, da, da. And I'm like, "Damn, I forget. I'm in this two more drafts with this motherfucker, and he's taking my players. And now I'm looking at his team. It's like, damn, I that's my team. That's my team, ain't it? Like, like the whole AB keeping AB on the like." hostage because I knew he was coming back and I should have just stuck to my guns. I knew he was coming back. And nobody in nobody had him in our, except for our league is the one I brought it up. And Vicente took it. I in one league I picked him up in like the sixth, seventh round. 
I just did it like because I again it was too random, early. Random pick, or it was, it was super late. It was like second. Okay. It was like third to last pick or something like that. Okay, I okay, what it was. okay, okay. And I took them, and then they like, oh, wait a minute, hold on. They're like, hold on, I'm about to start doing this every other league, and he's gone. I'm like, bro, y'all just have your own strategy. Like, I I go off a of base of what happened last year. Like, Kenny Galladay killed me last year. I'm gonna go get him. He's on my team. He's bro, he's so injury prone, bro. I'm tired of him. I'm so tired of Kenny Galladay. Kenny, yes, Kenny Galladay. You know who I'm tired of? If you listen in, stay healthy. Oh, segue. Stay healthy, man. Or you, about you know who I'm tired of? No, Mel- Melvin Gordon. Let, let me tell you about my fantasy history of Melvin Gordon. <laughs> listen, y'all know how, how it goes when I say let me tell you. So my, his rookie year, I drafted Melvin Gordon to be my number two running back. You know what happened his rookie year? Danny Wood had beat him out for the job. So I'm like, I'm never getting Melvin Gordon again. This is pathetic. Second year, Melvin Gordon's a stud. He was so a now, hot coming out of college, too. He was a yeah, big. he was. So I'm like, oh, that's a great pickup. Nope, Danny Wood ended up getting the start. So I didn't take him a second year. He's a stud. So then I, I'm like, you know what, last year I needed a running back. He was having that whole holdout thing. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to pick up Melvin Gordon this year. So I draft Melvin Gordon. He comes back. Austin Eckler pretty much is the starter there. So I was like, you know what, I'm never taking Melvin Gordon again. I'm never taking Melvin Gordon again. So I have Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb gets hurt. My receivers are Julio, DK, and Juju. So I'm like, all right, I'm willing to get to part with Juju. So a guy from my league goes, okay, you can have either David Johnson or Melvin Gordon. And I was like, ah, David Johnson. Bill O'Brien was still the coach at the time. I was like, you know what? I told myself I'd never do it, but I'm going to take Melvin Gordon. So I take Melvin Gordon. You know what happens the next day? The Broncos and Patriots game gets canceled because of COVID. I'm like, ah, nothing you can do about that. It's okay. The next week rolls around. He gets arrested for a DUI, and then he gets told he has strep throat and can't play, and now he's questionable. So Melvin Gordon, if you're watching this, I promise you, you will never be on a Kenny Lacey fantasy team ever again. Until next year. Until, until next, next year, year when I until need Until next year. He's going to be drafting his receivers. He got his running backs. And he's going to be sitting there for that flex position. Like, nice. <laughs> draft. Because <laughs> you go to, like, when, especially when you're in the draft, though, you're like, I had I had a, I had had a 35 players in my, my auto draft board. Every league, the same 35. I drafted almost identical in every league. Until like there was people asking for like advice, and then they come and join the league that I'm in, and they start taking my fucking players. But um, my fantasy team is good right now. I think like all I think all of them. They're I went back to back. I think so what I had two wins. I think I had two wins in your league, and it put me. Back, no, I think I went one and one in your league last two weeks. But that was huge for me because I was about to be out of there, and it. Bro, but my fantasy teams is good right now. I'm like four and two, I think three, well, four and two, three and three in a couple. And then there's one league where I'm like two and four, but three and three is what I was praying for at six and seven or six and seven weeks. So, like, I was like, I'm cool with being 500 right now because that means that I can turn it around. So, what about you, Phil? I'm pretty much also, I'm like middle of back and everything. Like, plus, I- my team is basically trade central this week with Yahoo and ESPN. So basically I had to try to make some moves in order to get my team higher. So I made some trades, got some stuff done. So we're looking to see how we perform the next week, but I'm happy with, with both my teams look now. So middle, I'm not, I'm not angry with middle of the pack, even though I'm, I'm commissioner in one of my leagues, but we'll see where it goes the rest of the, week, the rest of the year. 
All right, all right. Fantasy has been real interesting this year, man. You really got to know how to manage the lineups. Everybody thinks your team is fucking amazing. You just got to take it one week at a time. Everybody thinks that people that send the most outlandish trades, though. I have some 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 guy in this one league. He sends me trades every hour through the day, and it's like, bro, I'm not giving up Christian. He's on IR. I don't care, and I'm not giving up Ridley. You're not about to get both of them for David Montgomery, and like I think Scary Terry. Like, no, it's not worth it. Bad trade. Yo, and listen, I'm not taking your backup tight end for a starting running back when I have George Kittle and John o. Smith. I don't need a third tight end Who's for that? a starting running back. That's no, it's, a, it's another league. What, uh, do, what do I what do I look like taking a tight end for a starting running back when I have George Kittle and John o. Smith? Who What's the tight end? Hunter Henry? Yeah, it, it was. Is? It was. <laughs> it was. Bro, people love sending him. No, I don't want him. And actually, he's a good pickup if, you, if you're on a – if you're on like a – on the on the edge with a tight end because Huber actually throws to him. Tyrod was not gonna throw to that man. Tyrod was not gonna throw to that man. But um going from there, man, um latest news is we got a heartbroken 17-year vet in the NFL. Fitz Magic has been demoted, man. We was watching it, we was we was watching the role. Actually, y'all picked Fitz Magic that one night, I think. Oh, uh, I picked Fitz Magic uh, that night. He did, he did. All right, so um, what do you guys think about that as uh, Tua's get, gets blessed the job and he has done nothing yet? Or to show, he, he hasn't shown, we don't know what he's going to do. So how y'all feel about uh, the way Fitzmagic has been playing and then him just to get upended like that to just pass the job? Uh, let's see. Um, I think they did it a little too soon because we all know, like, throughout Fitzpatrick's career, he has a cycle where he plays good, gets the contract, plays bad, and it's just the whole cycle. He mm-hmm. was, like, stuck in that area where he's, like, in the middle of playing good before he goes bad. So I'm thinking they – I mean, we all know that Tua is going to be the future of Miami and everything. But, I mean, the Dolphins are in the playoff race right now. So I'm thinking they should have gave Fitzpatrick maybe a couple more weeks to see if he de- digressed. But I think, yeah, I think they pulled uh, Fitz way too early. I'm, I'm thinking maybe they should have played to a 10 or 11, 10 or 11, or maybe like a little eight or nine. But I think that they should let Fitz roll with the um, offense a little more. Yeah. What about you, Kenny? First of all, I'd like to thank Ryan Fitzpatrick for saving my fantasy season because I had to pick him up. Shout out to you, some... boy. You know, I had, listen, Dak went down. It's <laughs> magic pickup. I'm here. Yeah. Add, 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 add at four o'clock. Listen, fantasy got so crazy for me when I needed to win so desperate. I was up at 4 30 in the morning when that shit drops on ESPN to pick up players. Yeah, like 4 30 a.m. or like close to that. Listen, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I lost I lost Cam, Jimmy G, and Drew Locke like all in a what week, two week span. So Fitz Magic, he helped carry my team to where we are. So I got nothing but respect for that man. So I hate to see him go. But I did drop him for Tua. <laughs> <laughs> you got you I mean, believe in him? I mean, I got I really have no choice. It was either that or I'm gonna have to be stuck with Jimmy G definitely for the rest of the year. And I can't vibe with that. Yeah. So, um, but um Fitzmagic, he, he he did his job. 
I, I think they might have pulled the plug too early, but I think the plan was always to get Tua to start after their bye week. And I just think that they were doing better than they expected. And I also think, like, Fitzmagic, yeah, he's been playing great. But if you look at his numbers against the Jets last week, it actually wasn't good. Like, they won 24 nothing, and he threw two picks. Like, he didn't do anything spectacular. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that they probably just figured, all right, we're in the playoff race. Two ain't going to hurt us, so let's just roll with it. Yeah. I think um I think it's really I think it's a good move because obviously you want your franchise he's a franchise quarterback. My thing is don't lie about it. Come mm-hmm. out and say two is not ready. We're gonna decide when he's ready. Make that known at the beginning of the season and don't act weird. Watching you everybody, I feel like they saw the media going crazy of how he's playing. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like we're going we're gonna to pull the plug now. Like, I feel like that's what happened because once he starts winning these games, and especially the Niners game, it was like, hold on, wait a minute, 40-something points. They just went to the Super Bowl last year. They may not be the same team and all that. Still got the same coaching staff. Majority of their personnel is there. But, like, I think that's that's the biggest part of the NFL. They just – they can't be honest. Like, right. But like you said, it's like they were stuck between a rock and a hard place because you yeah. want to win. But let's say Fitzmagic brings them to the playoffs this year. It's, so we're going to the offseason. You're going to say, great job for us to the playoffs. Now we're definitely starting Tua. You're going to give yourself a controversy you don't need. Yeah, so true. now you bring in Tua. If you don't make the playoffs, it's like, well, there's no guarantee. Ryan was going to get us there anyways. Tua's the future. This is our guy. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I think I think it's going to be interesting over there. Um I'm glad to see something changing because we need to balance the league out. These teams that have been at the bottom, the Bengals need to come up. Dolphins need to come up. Um, it's just, it's about time. Gotta get the pieces. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to be all right. Um, I think that division is a little lighter now. Um, as far as it having a, a known hold on it year after year after year after year. But, this year ain't over, so Patriots might still take the division again. So, um, going from there, um, we're going to go right into it. Um, I did talk about the hold with the entire uh, AFC East. What did you guys think of the Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers game um, this past week? Um, I was really disappointed um, because it just looked like Aaron Rodgers did not come to play. He's making bad decisions with the football, bad decisions. Like, and I think that all pretty much cost him the game because he threw two picks. Um, and they said something crazy like he's only thrown four pick sixes in his entire career, and he ended up throwing one. And I was like, damn, wow. Um, but I think I think it was a, a crazy game because it's kind of got at the league now. Like, okay, the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are legit now. I don't, I don't think they. I ain't think. I don't think they on shit anyway. But uh, until they until they get to the playoffs and do some shit, I am not. I am not dragging or dragging that the fucking Bucks are here. I'm not doing it. They've been the same Bucks forever. This is not 2004. I don't care how many games they win. If they can get to the playoffs, then I'm like, all right, all right. The next second round too, because there's no way. There's no way they're getting a bye. That better not happen. I'm gonna be real pissed. Um, but what do you guys think about that game that happened um, this past week? Two things. One, I just want to go off what you said about the Bucks. I don't think they arrived yet either, Lawrence. Even look at the games they won. 
they I mean they, they lost to you guys week one and we're gonna get into it later but I think you guys are on the the downhill of your your power days sorry is how it is um they beat the Panthers who are they're they're doing good this year but they're not world beaters <laughs> they beat the Broncos okay they beat the Chargers after Justin Herbert found out he had to start five and or what then he just started the last week so it was what a second start I don't even know uh, they lost to the Bears, then they just beat the Packers, and Aaron Rodgers didn't look like Aaron Rodgers. They went up 10 nothing. He threw two interceptions, and it looked like he didn't want to be there no more. So, yes, the Bucks are sitting at a good record right now, but they're sitting at a good record in a mediocre division because our division this year is mediocre. And I just don't think that the Bucks are what everyone says they are, but because they have Tom Brady and they're first in their division, everyone thinks they're Super Bowl contenders, and I just don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. Facts. Because to be honest, this motherfucker doing the same shit Jameis did. Whoa, well, he's just not throwing interceptions. Yeah. He's just winning. They're just winning while well, the defense is showing up a bit more than they did last year because they're a little bit more experienced. But, Phil, how do you feel about that game? Brady's back. Gronk's back. They're going right to the Super Bowl. On it right now. You said, huh? Brady's back. Gronk's back. The News and Bucks are going right to the Super Bowl. No, that's probably looking like a true Patriot fan. All right, you feel me? Like Jesus. Right. So, <laughs> to be honest, I thought it was more of it was it was about Brady or Aaron Rodgers. It was about showing um how legit or like yeah, see how legit the Bucks defense was because that was really their game to show mm-hmm. how decent they are or like how they how good they can be. Mm-hmm. It was more about them instead of Brady or Rodgers because Brady didn't do that that much. It was more of the run game and defense. I'm guessing if if they wanted to try to win the division or get to the playoffs, it's going to rely on their defense mostly. So, uh, yeah, so definitely I agree with that. I definitely agree. It's it's good to watch like the team develop. Um, and I'm like I said, I'm always I said early in early episodes like I'm always a fan of like the players and stuff. Like watching if somebody makes a good play, I admit that they make a good play. Um, if the Bucks prove me wrong, I don't like. I don't have a problem saying, oh, damn, they're they're going to be a really good team. But right now, I have to be in a it's going to be – it's going to be it's, – it's, it's really early. So um, – and I think they have a lot of youth on that defense, and it's going to tax them later on. So, um, going for that. No, they're lucky with their schedule. Like, you look at it, though, they got the banged-up Raiders this week. Then they got the Giants. Then they have the Saints, which, okay, division game is tough. Then you got mm-hmm. the Panthers, which, again, they're iffy. You got the Rams, who I already told you, they're iffy this year to me, too. You got the yeah. Chiefs, who you're probably going to lose, too. You got the easy Vikings. You got the Falcons, who we can't get out of our own way. You got the Lions, and you got the Falcons again. Like, so they're going to actually finish with a good record. And, again, I'm, I don't think it's because they're a phenomenal team. They're just put in a great position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have them being like a – Maybe the first or wait, there's three wild cards this year, right? Yep. Yeah, I haven't grabbed them like maybe the first or second wild card this year, like in the beginning they're, of the season. So. No, they're going to division. I think. I don't think so, but yeah. I I humbly disagree with that. Um, we'll discuss. Yeah, going from there, um, you got uh, you got o, OBJ man, and and the double standard of. Of him expressing his emotions on the sideline and things like that. Um, what do you guys what do you guys think of that when when players express their emotions on the sideline when a drive doesn't go their way? Um outside of proposing the to nets and things like that. That is that's just nonsense. I'm not even gonna condone that. 
But I'm saying as far as um, a bad drive, slamming your helmet, um, he had his shoes off, um, things like that. What do you guys think of that? Or what, when you're a fan, what do you think when you see that? I love seeing my guys be emotional. It shows that you care, like, to an extent. I think it's actually crazy. Like, you got a guy like Tom Brady, who when he gets mad, he goes and he starts cursing out everybody. And and it's like, oh, look at the passion he plays with. Matt Ryan did the same thing this week, actually. Come out the field and he's yelling at his whole line And they're all, look at the passion. That's phenomenal. That's what I want to see. Like you said, you, you get a guy like OBJ does it. And they go, oh, here we go. He's, he's starting his stuff up again, which and mm-hmm. I think is because he does the nonsense stuff to, like you said, like yeah. propose into the thing. So, yes, it is a double standard. But in a way, it's almost like you gave them the right to say that because – You've done the stupid stuff. If you were just passionate about the way you play the game, I don't think people are going to blink at it. Like if Julio did something like that, people are going to be like, oh, wow, Julio's showing emotion today. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. I definitely agree. Um, and it, I, I was I was watching. I usually watch the whole Undisputed shit because I just love Shane and Sharp. He's hilarious. Um, and Skip said something interesting. He said, uh, there is no – there has never really been any wide receivers – that have been leaders on football teams besides Michael Irvin. And I said, I said, what? I'm thinking like, what about Julio? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure people follow him. If he was like, let's go in this dark cave. I got y'all. The motherfuckers on the Falcons is going to follow Julio. Like, right. He, so, I, I think what he meant and what he said are two different things. Well, I don't know if what he meant, but this is what I would mean when I said it is you can win a Super Bowl without a superstar receiver. Like no superstar receiver has led their team to a Super Bowl. Oh, but like to say okay. to say they're not a leader is wrong. Because like you said, Julio Jones is a leader on the Falcons team. But you put Julio Jones on the Giants, he ain't gonna lead them to a Super Bowl. You need you know what I'm saying? I so in a sense I get that, but yeah, like, so I interpreted interpret no, it wrong then. Because I, yeah, well, I I don't know, said, I didn't hear how he said it. So. I think he said I think he said leader. That's what, because yeah. I, I was like, what? I was like, that's just not, but like, lead, but as far as like lead and be dominant, as far as like, because it, it is a dependent position, obviously. <laughs> you need the quarterback. But at the same time, you can't go there with like, go there with nobody. Right. That's just not going to fly. No matter who you are, Tom Brady, it don't matter. You're going to need somebody to throw that fucking football to. <laughs> Listen, it's gonna be. They may not have no receivers, but he got Gronk though. He got Gronk and four running backs that can catch. Right. They may not have any receivers, but he got people he can throw to. Like, right. um, well, what what do you think about it, Phil? As far as the double standard and like uh, OBJ when basically what he was saying. Basically, I mean what Kenny said. Like, some people get villainized by the social media, deservedly so. But there's gonna be those other guys that villainized just because of what they see from certain things so it's kind of unfair to some players but like an OBG, OB, um, OBJ's case rightfully so but because I mean we've seen him do a bunch of stuff on the sideline when he's on the Giants remember when he smacked his helmet against the whole kicking net and that came right back at him yeah so, that that he made he made himself look like an ass there, but I think yeah I think it's like you watching him you're watching him mature because he what is he he's been in the league what six years now just about yeah, our sophomore year of college was his rookie season. Plus that both oh, six almost six, but this is probably sixth season, I think. Six, seven, it doesn't matter. And you can see obviously he's has less and less and less to say now 
Um, because I'm guessing he either got he either got his mind right, he got smart, or he got a great PR team. But OBJ don't be saying nothing. <laughs> tweeting, retweeting, liking, Instagram, and anything anymore. So you guys remember the um I think it was the game before they played the Packers. All the oh, man. on the boat. Listen, that was, that was hilarious. Listen, man. I'm telling you right now. If we if, if we talk to like ten, if we get had the opportunity to talk to ten NFL players that played in the playoffs and they get a bye week, they one or two seed. Yo, you staying home with your family, and you're single. Come on, bro. And they, and they say they're staying home and they're single and they don't have a family. They're liars. You're right. Shannon, and Shannon again, even said it. Shannon, Shannon even said it. He said, I went to Vegas and we won by 35. Like, but the only reason they caught stuff for it is because they lost and they took a picture of it. If they went to Miami and were just on their boat and there was no visual evidence, we would have forgot about it by no, now. No, no, but no, now yeah. anytime the Giants lose or anytime OBJ does something stupid, that picture reemerges. No, that double that double edged sword. They did not lose. They played awful, awful, awful. They were dropping wide open touchdown passes. That was bad. That was the because I was like, oh, that's they would. That's fine. Like they probably did. They probably watched it. They're prepared. That is the wrong thing. I would have went to like uh, Alaska or something because that's what you was playing in. You could have prepared yourself for that. You could have went to a vacation. But wait, time out. You know, think about Lawrence. They didn't have a bye week because they were on the road playing against the Packers. Yeah. That's why they caught heat, too. It wasn't a bye week. No, not bye week. Off day, off day, off day. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, because the Cowboys won a division that week. Yeah, it was off day. Yeah, right before they played Green Bay. Yeah. But the thing is, it's not like – because if it was like – if it was like some night before, I'm like, all right, Right. y'all are tripping now, like – that's just crazy because you probably got off a flight four hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> not prepared, did not prepare your body, nothing. But um, yeah, I think that's it's it's I don't think it's that big of a deal, but you obviously got performed. Um going from there, performing and keeping your body right. Michael Thomas and the Saints. I try to keep the Saints off of this podcast because I don't want to be biased. But Let's give Lawrence's hour. They're playing like a hot garbage right now, boy. They got me hot. This is gonna be my little my little rant session here. And that's his. Now it's your turn. Saints, man, y'all y'all gotta get it together for the simple fact you can't let old man Tom Brady come here and upstage. Drew Brees, he's been holding it down since he got here in Katrina, man. Can't do it. And Slant Boy, I'm going to call you Slant. I'm going to get a t-shirt. It's Slant Boy. I'm going to start calling him that now because now you hurt again. Now you Slant Boy. You hurt again. You had seven weeks. Oh my God. No, no, no. You had seven weeks and three quarters to get healed. And you hurt again. Come on, son. How are you hurt again? I need an answer, Mike Thomas. No, you don't need to be answering to nobody on Twitter. The Saints, too, man. DBs are killing me. They give I don't even say I don't even say anything in the games anymore. Like, 
Like, if you watch the game with me, you don't even know I'm a Saints fan because I just sit there. And I'm like, I'm just waiting for a 70-yard bomb. <laughs> oh, there goes Mike Williams, 70 yards. Yo, tell me how I called that play. I'm watching the game, and I said, I, I was my boy Felix, I uh, live with Felix. I said, watch this, Mike, Mike Williams. Don't know where he's at on the field. Don't know where he's at. I don't know if he's in the slot. If he's in the 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 uh in the, the, the uh, injury room in the locker room. Don't know nothing. If he's in the tent, I said Mike Williams on this play. Next thing you know, touchdown, seventy yards. I said, yeah, I'm I'm going upstairs. I'm going upstairs. <laughs> and then I, I turned the game on on my phone, and it was like um, he was like. Uh, what is it, Bagley or whatever? He's like, he calls himself Money Bags, and then he kicks it. I'm like, damn, we lost. Boom! I'm like, all right, here we go. Saints got out lucky though, because if they lost that game, they was about to be two and three. Um, I say all of that to say the Saints are struggling, man. They need to get it together because we're not the Falcons. We can't look like the Falcons out there because that's what we look like. Unfortunately, I like my like, future better than yours. <laughs> Y'all can't get any worse, to be honest. You looking at I like a, my future better than at, yours. You looking at a lottery pick right now? You feel me? I like my future like, better than yours. But um, no, we I know who your next quarterback is. Taysom Hill. <laughs> oh no, comment. It got kind of quiet over there. Someone check on Lawrence's connection. <laughs> hey man, listen, Teddy Bridgewater, I miss you, bro. I wish you he's gone. Home. He's playing it for the Panthers. Hello. He's going to beat you twice a year now. Is it me you're looking for? Have a quick text. <laughs> nah, but I think um I think the same struggles just come from not having Mike Thomas. Um, because obviously everybody makes jokes. Um, slant boy, whatever it is. It doesn't matter what route he's run, what whatever routes he runs, he's one of the best receivers in the game, top five, wherever you want to put him. And when you remove that piece offense, the focal point, you can't expect the the whole entire offense to stay together when they're so dependent on a receiver. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. They're giving Drew. Drew has no arm. But Drew Brees has always been a guy n- not chucking the ball 40, 50 yards down the field anyway. So go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Right. Go You're ahead. right. He wasn't. But now he can't even if he wanted to. Even if he was that guy, he can't. They have to bring in Taysom Hill to throw a deep ball. I know. I've never seen a team have to bring another quarterback to throw a deep ball. But the thing is, he's it's not like he's 25 years old. He's old as dirt. I don't know what people want. Tom Brady is old I'm too. Gonna, do the bucket do the Buccaneers bring in Josh this. Rosen to throw the ball downfield? I'm gonna remember this, right? Next time I come to Utica, we're gonna throw a football. I'm a market. And when we're fucking 42 years old. Not a professional right quarterback. We're going They're not paying out. me no. money to throw the I ball. I didn't ask that. I didn't ask that. They're paying him to be a leader. That's why he's there. They don't quarterback play. If they cared about Bench him, if they cared about the quarterback position, they would have kept him. Teddy Bridgewater. They would have kept Teddy. But all right. Anyway, besides my my uh my little quick rant, what do y'all think about the Saints right now? Um and obviously, they're supposed to. They were picked by a lot of people to be um, the the next big thing, or the Not actually me. actually get to the bowl and win, get over the hump. Not me. 
right, we're gonna be serious for a second or what? Like I am being serious. I, I'm I told I told you when we first started this podcast and it was gonna you guys were playing the Packers. I told you, go back and watch people. I said this game is going to mark the beginning of the end of the Saints dominant run. We saw it, it's what it is. They were thank dominant you, thank you for, for the admit, past couple of years. Thank you. Thank you for admitting that. I'll take that. Dominant. Yeah, they, they were dominant. dominant for the past couple of years. It's over now, though. It's time it's to over. face reality. It's over. You're not it's the over. dominant team you are anymore. You're not the NFC. You don't just walk into the season now and say the NFC South is the same. Where, where do the Saints land um, when the playoffs come? Well, outside looking in. Oh. No playoffs. No playoffs. Outside looking in. Ooh, hot take. Oh. I, I don't take. think it's that hot. It's I don't think take. it's that hot. Yes, it is. I mean, you you could say it's Come hot, on, but I'm man. I'm telling you, I think I think we are we've witnessed the beginning of the end in the New beginning Orleans. Beginning of the end. In what New record do they finish with? What? Yeah, that's ah. what I want. That's what I want to know. Because outside looking in, that means that they about to go downhill right now. Well, you're you're three and two. You can probably finish at eight and eight, nine and seven, maybe. You're that's where you're right. You're three and two right now. You act like you're five and oh, when I'm saying this, Kenny, you're tripping. No, you're way. three and two. No way, you Saints, to, are, are you five no and way the Saints, bro. No, okay. So, this is the Saints' schedule right now. This is the Saints' remaining yeah. schedule. The it's remaining schedule it's the Panthers, the Bears, the Bucks, the 49ers, Falcons, Broncos, and the Falcons again. So the only guaranteed win there is the Broncos. Everything else is, is <laughs> it's, it's not, a, the other ones aren't guaranteed wins. No game is guaranteed. No game is guaranteed, but I'm going to, I like, I like our chances against all those teams. That's good. You should, you're a fan. Like, you're supposed no, to, like, but I'm telling you, even, even, outside, even listen, outside looking in, you look at the Saints roster and what they have, all they have to do is literally take penalties away from the game. And they're leading in most of the games that they played in. If you know who else was leading in most of the games they played in? The team that's sitting at one and five. That don't mean shit. That's all. That, when, this, when the game is over, are you going to win the oh, game? No. Well, y'all was yo, that, that's different. y'all was blowing leagues. We talking about penalties. <laughs> we talking about flags over and over again. I'm just telling you, it don't make a difference. It's it don't, it just matters. when honestly, the clock hits zero. Did you win or did you lose? The Falcons versus the Saints energy. Can't Always wait. and forever. Always and forever. I, I'm just glad he gave the dominant. He said he admitted the dominant run. I never heard it, that. It, you'd be stupid to not say it. They won a division in what the past three years? I mean, I'm it's, not it's I don't not like over. them, but I'm not stupid. It's not over. I just wish they kept Teddy Bridgewater. That's my what was I would I like think, your chances at the a future run if you had Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know what you're doing. I don't even know if James is coming also, back, but I know they owe Taysom Hill $16 million, so I know he'll be So, next let me year. ask you this. Let me ask you this, Phil. Sit, do you believe what he's saying right now? Well, you did mention a couple of episodes ago that this might be Drew Brees' last run, like, as a Saints quarterback. You said – Yeah. If, so, I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to side with Kenny, to be honest. I'm okay, so, to- so y'all say that, right? So, what will make – so, there's nothing that the Saints could do this season – that will change your mind that the run is over. No, you are because Regardless, I know, I, I no know your quarterback what. is next. Taysom Hill is going to be under center for you guys next year. Also, it depends on my. We do not know that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm living in 2020. This 2020 season. We're not 2021 yet. Don't give me a heart attack. I'm telling you right now. Yes, it does depend on Michael Thomas's health too. You're 100 percent right. But when you owe 16 million dollars to Taysom Hill, they're not going to pay another quarterback big money. I swear, so unless you I tell, tell you right now, Kenny, if they make him a quarterback, 
I will be looking for an application for another football team. You know what's going to happen? I do yep. not want to be a fan of the Saints if they have Taysom Hill at quarterback, bro. So what about you'll you'll finish at around 8-8, eight 9-7, and, eight, and seven, so you'll be towards the end of the draft. You'll draft Trey Lance in the first round, and you're going to start Taysom Hill next year until Trey Lance is ready. So what Watch. about you? What about Jameis? Wow. Jameis is on a one-year deal. You're not going to pay two wow. quarterbacks. And he wow. took a league minimum. You think Jameis is taking a league minimum deal again to sit behind Taysom Hill? Yeah, that makes I'll sense. take it to sit behind Drew Brees. I'm not taking a league minimum to sit behind Taysom Hill. Yeah. I thought he was on a multiple year. I didn't know he was on <laughs> nah, one year. Gotcha. I think I think the, the only games that give us, like, give us super trouble, I think there's three games. Um, I think it's the Bears. I I – if you got the Bears, then we obviously got the Chiefs. We got the Chiefs, and then I'll say the 49ers, I guess. You're sweeping the Falcons? No. The one-on-one no. with the Falcons? No. It, 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 every year is one-on-one. Every year. Every year. Like, somehow, some way, one of us beat each other by two possessions, and then the other person goes to their place, kick a field goal, win the game. It's the same shit every year. So, he knows this. Yeah. So Kenny It's the same thing every year. Um, eight and eight, nine and seven. Where did you where do you see the Saints finishing this year? Saints. Four. No, no, I ain't gonna say that. That's crazy. I, I'm not. I'm real. I'm so realistic when it comes to the to my team. What's, what's the final record? Final record. I'm gonna yeah. say. And then where, like what seed in the playoffs? I, well, you don't. I don't know. Like you can't really. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say eleven and five or ten and six. I'll take it. I'm cool with that. With the way they're playing right now. They're, that's the path that they're – I hope they don't go on a run where they just straight losing because if they do that, they <laughs> start burning jerseys, man. I'm changing my team. I swear to God, next 2021, if Taysom Hill's quarterback, I'm out of here. No longer a Saints fan. I'm packing everything up. You see that? That's gone right there. <laughs> out of here. I'm looking for a new team. Listen, Golden, Golden State, Golden State Chiefs, you heard? <laughs> Batty boy, <laughs> tell all my kids. Yeah, I've been to Chiefs fans forever. Right, he's kingdom. Uh, you got visual but, evidence, bro. Uh, going from there, man. We got a we got a special segment. Um, this is for all you mo- mediocre people out there. This is Ooh. all. This is for, <laughs> hold on. This is for the people that think they're really good, but they're really not. The people that really think they're doing shit, but they're really not. This is for you. Um, this is for all the people that have older brothers and they beg and they beg the older brother to let them play in the basketball game and force the other kids to pick up. Kenny, you take the floor, man. This one's this one's for the Giants fans that are convinced. That Eli Manning is a first Battle Hall of Famer. All right. So, first of all, I got to shout out my boy Kenny Brown for his, uh, he does a little sports podcast too, the Minority Sports Podcast. And he invited me to his group on Facebook. And he mentioned something the other day in that group. And he said, you know, uh, Giant fans, Eli Manning's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. And they want bonkers on him. And I had to make a comment and say, you know, I, I guess I can't say he's not a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he's not a lock. Like, it's a debate. Like, I don't understand why people think, oh, Eli's got – and then the only argument they were able to give to me was, well, he has two Super Bowl rings. That's cute. 
I mean, Trent Dilfer has a Super Bowl ring. Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl ring. Then, oh, well, he won Super Bowl MVP. Quarterbacks always do. Right. And, and, I mean, Malcolm Smith won Super Bowl MVP with the Seattle Seahawks that year. Is he going to the the Hall of Fame too? I mean, I can't understand. And I I look up the numbers for the game, and and the one game where he actually threw, like his best game was 296 yards, but only one touchdown. Then the other game he threw for less than 250, and it was two touchdowns and one pick. So, And then they all want to brag about what about the throws at the end of the game? Oh, David Tyree got him on the helmet. Wasn't really a good throw. Phenomenal catch. Great play. I'm not saying it wasn't a great play. But it wasn't like it it wasn't a good throw. Like it was a good play. Yes. Like I would never say that. Oh, that was a great pass. And then you want to talk about the second Super Bowl with the one to Mario Manningham, where Mario Manningham had a tight rope to the sideline. Again, great play. Not going to tell you it's a great throw. So for you to say like Eli Manning led them to those Super Bowls is ridiculous because we all know it was the defenses too. Like they had Michael Strahan, Osio Minyora, Justin Tuck, Jason Pierre-Paul. Like I'm talking both seasons at this point. But I mean, come on. Like to, so to say that Eli Manning is a lock because he has two uh, two Super Bowls, it's ridiculous. And then they want to say, oh, well, he's top ten in pass yards. He's top ten in touchdowns. He never missed games. Okay. That's cute. The best ability is availability. I'll give you that. But he was mediocre. And he's top 10 in pass yards or in passing yards. Well, Matt Ryan's about to pass him. Aaron Rodgers is about to pass him. So he's going to drop down to number 10 and then give it a couple of years and someone else is going to pass him. Same thing with passing touchdowns. Matt Ryan's going to catch him. Aaron Rodgers is going to catch him. And then someone else is not too far behind him. So that top 10 thing, I can't vibe with it. It's not like he's been there forever. Mm-hmm. You, uh, Phil pointed this out earlier about what his record is. He's 117 and 117. He is a 500 quarterback. He he was solid. I'm not saying he's not solid. He's better than what a lot of, in his prime, he's better than what a lot of guys have right now at quarterback. I'll never say he's not solid. He probably does get a chance to deserve to be in the Hall of Fame at some point. But to say he's a first ballot lock, take off your, your New York Giants rose-colored glasses and really think about this because the man is not a first ballot Hall of Fame lock. As Lawrence said, he is the guy that the big brother brings to the park and you're like, damn, I picked Peyton. Got to pick Eli now because that's my boy's brother. Can't go. I can't let him not pick him. So that's what Eli Manning is. If his last name weren't Manning, we wouldn't be having this conversation. If his last name weren't Manning, we'd be saying who was worse on the worst quarterback to win a Super Bowl: Trent Dilfer, Joe Flacco, or Eli Manning. That's just how I feel about it. And I um, making the hall of fame eventually or no. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna he's gonna make it. He's gonna make it because we've already saw T. It don't matter. T. O. Got put out for how long? Three, four years. He's gonna make it because he never said anything, and he won two Super Bowls. That's why he's it's gonna, just. That's why. He's but gonna I, get in. I think no, he deserved. He deserved. Okay. He deserved to eventually get in because obviously he won two Super Bowls. He's got he willed this team or whatever it is to go on those those that impressive run to get his team to nine and seven. But he at no point in his career was he dominant. He was never a top five quarterback in the league at any point of his career. Ever. Is he the best QB in Giants history or who I think, I'm trying to think who? I'm sure I'm I'm not thinking of somebody, but it, the, I, they're gonna give it to Eli because he's got the multiple Super Bowls. Yeah. So it just, it just takes some time. 
Yeah, I, I mean, like, I just don't like everyone thinks he's a first ballot lock, and that's I think that that's just yeah not true. You got like you got like Phil Sims, yeah, as like the next guy. So. So then I had someone ask me when I said about him not being alive. He goes, well, do you think Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger are getting in the Hall of Fame? I said, Philip Rivers, I'm kind of on the uh, they're, they're in the same boat. The the I'm on the he, only thing the difference is he don't have the ring, so I'm on the fence about him. I said, but Big Ben, absolutely. To me, Big Ben is the first ballot Hall of Famer. Philip puts up numbers. He's an Iron Man, and he has two Super Bowls. So he has the numbers. Mm-hmm. He has the eye test, and he has your Super Bowl. So what could you say about Big Ben? If you th- if you think Eli Manning is a first ballot Hall of Famer and you tell me Big Ben's not, I know you don't know football. Right. Philip Rivers, they're kind of the same, and I feel like no, they're not the same. I feel like Philip Rivers is a better, he's probably a more talented quarterback because yes. he was risky when he played, and his teams. Chargers was Chargers was tight dominant. There's a couple years where they were they were up there twelve and four. Didn't they go fourteen and two one year? I could be I believe wrong. they did. I know they went 12 and 4. 14 and 2 sounds right. I think they had a year where they dominated. I think it was LT was there and he was going absolutely bonkers with 45 touchdowns from everywhere. But um definitely appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um it's been another episode here. Um, I want to thank Kenny and Phil. We're gonna keep this rolling. Inspired by True Events podcast is out of here. Appreciate y'all.